Before I walked in the colmado, one of the men sitting out front tells another in Spanish. You just need to hear how they speak Spanish to know they're really Dominican. If that doesn't help, ask them how much they like mango. And if they don't eat platano for dinner five times a week, then pull them aside and ask them how to dance bachata. You'll know by how they move. Welcome to Indigo Voices, a podcast about people trying to find themselves in this complex world. On this podcast, we discuss topics from as many sides as we can, hoping to broaden understanding. Our intention is to stop taking things as they are the way they are just because, and instead look at the many factors that affect the topic of the day. The topic of the day is growing up Dominican. What you guys heard Sopa recite was uh, a piece he had written. Now he's going to tell us a bit about that piece. So, Sopa? Yeah, thanks, Angel. So that's a part of a short story that I wrote. Partly fiction. Um, I also sprinkled a little bit of my experiences in it. Um, But it tells the story of a character who goes to DR for the first time, but feels like they don't belong, even though they felt that finally going to their motherland is going to like fulfill something within them. I will also share a longer piece towards the end of the podcast. Um, so stay tuned for that. Awesome. You know, I found it very interesting for many reasons. Uh, one, because of the topic that we have today, which is growing up Dominican. Uh, we both grew up Dominican, you know, um, in very Dominican households. And the second reason why I found that so interesting is because I can relate very much so to that story. Uh, I've only actually been to DR one time, unfortunately. And dun, dun, dun. I used to get ridiculed for that. But Do no eres dominicano. You si soy dominicano, papá. I don't throw coño in the bottle, pues sin querer. I think you actually, uh, you, you, well, me, I, coño is like, is as easy as I breathe. Like, coño can mean something good, coño can mean something bad, coño can mean when you're sad, when you're depressed. Like, an example, you lose 50 bucks, coño, you don't want that face. Yeah. You're mad, coño, por eso tienes que You're happy, coño, que machata. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's dope. Coño is like, the it's word. like, damn, you know, like, like damn if, could be used many ways too. If someone said, describe the Dominican culture with one word, I would say, coño. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Right? So many Dominicans would be like, what is your problem, dude? By the way, that was a lot of cursing, actually. It's all right. It's all right. On the other hand, I've been to Dominican Republic several times. I started going when I was about two years old, and I would go every summer for the entire summer like many other people do. Oh, wow. Um, Although I haven't gone in five years. And I went last year, so. Look at that. But on this podcast today... Since the topic is growing up Dominican, do you have an opening for us? Where, where can we start? Absolutely. I think um, there are in like a number of things almost immeasurable of uh, relatable topics or relatable situations that most Dominican uh, kids have been in or, you know, uh, people who grew up 
in Dominican households. I think one of the ones that, that stuck out the most is the phrase, no me hagas pasar vergüenza. <laughs> Do not embarrass me. That's such a so good one. It's, it's a phrase that can mean a lot of things. Um, <clears throat> Where is it coming from, though? Let him know. It's just, Dominican people have this thing, I think, that like, you have to seem perfect to the outside world. I personally don't agree with sharing too much of your personal life, but at the same time, I don't like try extra hard to seem like everything is great. Like for example, no me hagas pasar vergüenza. If you're hungry and your mother takes you to someone else's house, you better you better act like you're not hungry. Like you cannot show any ounce of hunger or else I mean, you said if you're hungry, yeah. but you, do you mean if you're not hungry? No, no. If you are hungry and you go to somebody else's house, you don't show that you're hungry. Porque vamos a comer la casa. Oh, you, know, you ever been there? Like, because they don't want to, like, oh, you look like, like what, that you're not well taken, oh. that you're not taken care of well, or that you're, um, que tú tienes hambre, que tú pasas hambre, like you're, you're, like, you're not being fed well. You're not being taken care of. Stuff like that. They don't want to seem like it's like that. And it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah. You know, but I, my brother was always guilty of it. <laughs> yeah, and I would be like, I'll be quiet. You know, because we're going to eat later. You have to be patient. My brother's like, like, licking his lips. And he's, 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 he's like, de lambón. That's, that's the word of the day, lambón. That's when you want what other people have. And you don't necessarily... Like, you can never really provide your own stuff you want more than people have, and you don't want to pay for it or, or contribute to anything. That's that's interesting. I never experienced that myself. Um, but the phrase, no me haga pasar vergüenza, brings me back to memories of going to school. Right. And my me mom too. would, like, like, if the school called my mom saying that I was speaking too much in class, oh, yeah. I'm just talking too much. It's the, the worst for her. Yeah. Um, if my uniform was, like, wrinkly, mm-hmm. um, if I didn't do my homework, my homework, she would always say, oh, no me haga pasar and that phrase, I have it linked to that right. primarily. Yeah, I, I, I feel you because, like, always had to make sure our nails were cut. For sure. That you were clean. That your ears no are clean. No me va a pasar el You ain't even supposed to use no, Q-tips. No, bu- no boogers rolling. To this day, I still use Q-tips. Like, I don't know. I still do too. Um, but that's a hilarious phrase because no me hagas pasar vergüenza. Do not embarrass me. So you pretend like everything is great. Yeah. Right? Because an example that leads to that is the hypocrisy of the fakeness. Mm. And I don't mean it so dramatically, guys. I mean it in a funny way because we all kind of have like one example. Before we continue, though, sorry to interrupt you. We want to give huge shout-outs to our moms. Oh, yeah, yeah, our moms are fantastic. Seriously, like if you ever hear this, mommy, eh, te adoro. But Uh, we're just making fun of the situations we were in, but I I promise, uh, the greatest parts of me are my mother. Um, anything good that anyone can ever see on me truly came from her and the way she raised uh, all of us because there's six of us. Um, I'm sure yours is the same. I know your mother personally too. and She did a fantastic job. Um, kudos to you guys. 
uh, strong, independent Latino women. Um, respect and shout out to all women, single mothers especially, mothers in general. You guys are extraordinary, and there is no better word. Rather but at the same time, y'all be bugging. Chill, 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 chill. He gonna us. Oh, for sure. And those are the last women you want to for you, man. Let me tell you something hilarious. Go ahead. My mother has gone to a gym like three days in her life. She used to talk to a friend of hers from the yard every morning before I went to school. He le tiraba el cuento. Or rather, she used to tell the tale of the of how she went to the gym every single morning and how she ran every single morning. This lady had a gym membership that she was paying $25 a month, son. What, like one time? Damn. <laughs> and I'm like, it's all cool, you know? Like, I don't mind, but it's like, why you gotta, like, uh-huh. make an appearance, like, like make yourself appear some type of way just so the person can think better of you? For sure. Know? And, it, and I always found it hilarious because... They would just make some shit up. Like, behind people, they'd be like, I hate this. Like, da 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 whatever. An example, with the hookah. Yeah. My mom hates hookah. I understand. It's understandable. But when my friends come over, my mom is the coolest, most downest mom. Like, yo le dije al que puedo fumar hookah siempre cuando quiera. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then they lie on your name, and you have to just suck it up in front of people. Like, your mom ever make you ever put the phone to your face and make you say hi to people uh, maybe you didn't want to or you didn't even know? I don't VR even know you. Like, yeah. And it's just like... She's the biggest thing is that they know you because yeah. she only yeah, talks sure. about you. She only talks about you and says how much you mention them, how much you ask them, All of it. how you want to hang out or see them, and you're just like, no. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't think about this person. Really? I'm like, so that's what we meant by the fakeness. Yeah. So, like... I truly like my life. Please, no Dominican mothers come. So we love ya. Anything, anything you got that, that can relate to um, that fakeness? Any, anyway, uh, I mean, just like when there's visita, like when there's oh, visitors oh, on the way, oh, like the house has to be top, tip top shape. Mm-hmm. Um, Using the nice silverware shit. All of it. <laughs> you got she cooking, like the best dishes. Bro, you gotta brush the walls. Buy new cortinas. Uh, yes. Buy shit from the bathroom that she never buys. For real, like changing the whole, yeah. the whole look of the house. I said that, bro. Yeah, yeah, I mean, just that for me. Dude, she would polish. Yo, I'm like that. This is dope. This house is like this today. Like damn. Not even from her part. It's just like you know. I like to use a nice forks too. <laughs> He'll never make shrimp for me. He over here, he over here eating with a bent spoon. <laughs> At least he got not. dents on his. <laughs> the fork only got two of the little palitos and shit. <laughs> but your tia from Florida, who's not even your real tia, is just a best friend from like college and shit, pulls up yeah. and Shorty gets like everything, hundred dollar plates. Yeah, and you get like three grains of rice. Yeah. She serves it in, in special pots and, and containers and stuff. And for you, it's just like sacatela. Yeah, damn. Yeah, mom, I'm a little hurt. Obviously, I've been through some But we love you. But we love you so much. <laughs> this is, this is so, like, passive aggressive. Oh, it is. It's like, it's like, wow, trauma, torture. But I had a fantastic job. It's but, true. I mean, we... I did. I did. It's hilarious yeah, now. 
we have we have had a fantastic oh, childhood, yeah. dude. Uh, we appreciate every moment. I mean, it, it made us who we are today. Oh, yeah. Right. I I could say proudly that I wasn't put through any of those like no, negative no. moments that no, unfortunately some children aren't go through. And, um, true and I'm happy about that. Yeah. So once again, shout out, mommy, I love you. Yeah. But you be bugging. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, so, talk to me about cheese man, bro. bro. Cheese man. What is cheese man? It is gossip. Gossip. Gossip, but to its highest degree. To a degree that one might even consider art. <laughs> Yo, why why is why do they gossip? I don't know. Is it just to like fill the Bro, I feel like it, it it's that like Como que, like it's like a and I'm and I'm thinking about it right now like it's a it's an escape from their own problems in their own life. I truly feel that way. Like I feel like they maybe they're like oh they talk about something that's like because even us we'd be like oh shit that's going on with who yeah what for sure it's crazy because you're like surprised and you it see it's real life but it, it it lets you escape from your life and it's like if it's a novela but it's a it's a real life novella. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's why they get a, they get excited and stuff. They like to think one, other people go through problems just like I do. Two, other people's problems are worse sometimes. And three, it's like it lets me escape my problems and kind of connect with other people in a way. I know that's like a deep ass way to put it, but I think that truly is what it is. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's just filling the awkward silence or like just having conversations for with people right, just but, to have conversations. But like I'm saying, people don't only just Hey, you know, she man, like they don't just gossip. Some people search for the gossip, look for the yes. gossip, and definitely distribute the gossip. I which is hilarious because um, you have them with these shot and Emilia, no, como va a como puede ser, and they're like, they, love, they like, eat it up, <laughs> they yeah. love that shit, and I find it extremely hilarious to the point where my sister, uh, my sister and I are, my older sister and I, we. We grew, you know, we come in pairs. There's six of us, but we come in pairs. My older sister and I were very close when we were young. So we got the most of, like, the, the Dominican stuff that my mm. mom had to offer. Yeah. As we grew younger, myself included, as we grew younger, like, the culture kind of, you know, my mom got a bit more Americanized. So as y'all grew older. Yeah. So, like, the, the younger my siblings, oh. the lesser their Spanish is, for example. Yes, um, yes. The less they know about Dominican culture, for example. Which is unfortunate. It is unfortunate. They know enough. Thankfully, all of us know enough. But well, it's a sad reality that yeah. a lot of people mm-hmm. face. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that a lot of people go through. Yeah. Like, it does now. Right? So, for the people who don't know, both of us are first generation. Yeah. First generation. Both of our parents uh, migrated here from the Dominican Republic for better opportunities. Um, which they have taken advantage of. Of course. Yeah. At the same time, you know, instilled in us is that Dominican culture. Yeah. Right. For the most part, we would like to go back sometime. And get to um, know the roots. Get to know the roots. Get to know nitty gritty stuff. All of it. Um, but we are not like some of migrants who have children who just focus their life on becoming Americanized. Yeah, no, no. I yeah. think I think we both have strong Dominican values, um, even in the way that we love and, and live, really. Um, 
Because Dominicans, uh, listen, we're, we're joking about all these things and stuff just because it is funny once you get older and you kind of start doing the things that your parents did. Yeah. You know, but um, Dominicans do most things, if not everything, with passion, with with a burning desire, burning passion, which is one of the things I love most about my culture. Um, but when it comes to cheese man. Jeez. So my older sister and I oh, yeah, yeah. Tell me. took, uh, uh, you know, we, we witnessed the real Dominican stuff and they got to the point where my older sister now is kind of like that. She always has this. I always know when she's going to tell me something when she goes, loco, te tengo una bomba. <laughs> like, I got, a, I got this bomb. Yo, yo, I tell, me, tell, you yo tell me the truth. Does that catch your attention? I'm going to keep it real. I like to pretend <laughs> like I don't give a shit about what she I'm like... Here you go again, whatever. But I'm like, all right, but what happened? What's up? And I say that because yeah, yeah. sometimes she exaggerates. Yeah. So sometimes, no, no, no. But other times I'm like, and I try to keep a straight face every time. Mm-hmm. But inside I'm like, God damn. Oh, shit. Dude, that, hey, that's how I found out the next girlfriend was pregnant one time. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so on the next episode, we'll just, <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, yeah, brother. What's what is what's your oh, opinion on cheese man? Cheese man, right? Um, thanks for thanks for bringing. Because you have back. a lot of female cousins, is all I'm saying. For sure, but like, and stuff. but I mean, the the cheese man that I've experienced is that my mom likes to tell people my business. Oh, the worst, bro. When I hate that. The like, worst. I don't even want to tell you. <laughs> but it just comes out out of comfort. Yeah. Right? Like, I do not make that mistake. And then next thing you know, my uncle or my aunt is telling me, oh, so I heard you got fired. <laughs> like, Dude, I that is the worst. Like, I found out the craziest thing about, like, an example, a relationship. And I'm like, why... In the fuck does my third cousin in DR know that I got into a fight with my girlfriend? Yeah. And now we're broken up. And it could be the the smallest thing. Too. The smallest thing too. Literally. Like you could you could have gone, I don't know, you could have gone to Wendy's for lunch today and people asking me how was How are them chicken nuggets? Yeah. How like, them chicken? <laughs> you got the spicy or the original. Yeah. Because, like, you don't even know how to, like, respond to that. Because you don't like, know. Because yeah. it's a total shock. It's like, so many questions. One, how do you know? Yes. Two, why do you know? And three, what the fuck? Uh-huh. Because who even approaches you with your personal business like that? Who? who? Because they know you didn't tell them. Nah. Obviously. And another thing, you know, um, speaking of cheese, yo, has your mom ever, like, hit you? And you try to defend yourself and hold her back, and she tells the whole family that you hit her or like that you abused her. Bro, I did that once. I held my mom gently too, you know, like mom. Yeah, She's like, suéltame, me estás haciendo daño. Like, like, let me go. You're hurting me. And I'm like, what? And then goes to like say that. I'm ungrateful or whatever. And then the whole family knows. So the point is... Do you have to defend yourself in front of everybody? Or not? Yeah. Yo, I was called on my grandmother like that. How could you do that? You're a terrible son. I said, Grandma, I was just holding her wrist because she was about to beat my ass with yeah. a belt. And I wasn't trying to get hit. So, 
<laughs> I find that funny, bro. Like, have you ever had an incident where you got your ass whooped? Or, like, how did your mom go about it? So, nah, like, my mom never, like, hit me like that. Um, well, but there was I just... I get, like, physically abused. Nah, nah, nah. I know what she did. <laughs> At least that's what she told me to say. No me ha pasado el Um, I would... The worst thing for me was, like, the verbal... Like, her just talking about me. Oh, yeah. Or just coming at me. Yo, they are savages when they speak. That would just hit my heart. Yo. <laughs> Dude, you're like, do you even give a fuck about me? Shit, I'd rather get hit. <laughs> and then, you know, they don't really mean it, but they're so mad. Yeah. And then later, they just want to come, like, you want to tell you some crazy stuff. And then, like, 30 minutes later, yo, she calls you to come and eat. Yeah. Like, how are we supposed to continue our relationship, mom? You just told me that you would... Take my life because you brought me here. Like, goddamn. Oh, man. What do I Like, yo, like, oh, man. And I have a, by the way, have an extremely loving mother. And I know we keep saying this. And yes, it is absolutely because we fear for our lives. <laughs> I know you wanted to talk a little bit about Dominican parties or like family gatherings, playing music. What oh, was yeah. it? Um, there's good parts and bad parts to all of those things you just mentioned. <clears throat> for an example um, Sopa's mom made us some patelitos that we were eating while we were recording this um, that's like one of the main like that's a food alright that's a Dominican like that's you go to a party it's a staple it's, in, it's the it's the go to appetizer yeah. if you do not have patelitos at your party you will be judged by me <clears throat> but I you mean, know what's worse than that um, I was just going to say that Claudia has made patelitos just for our parties. And they're always a hit. Like, before yes. the party even starts, like, in the pregame, the boys is gone already. Everybody does, man. Every, everybody looks forward to the patelitos. I have one of my cousins, man. That man literally goes, yo, I don't have to eat tonight, but I need the patelitos. And when he goes to parties and they don't have them, it's not a good night for him. It's not it. But not having patelitos at your party is much better than putting raisins in your goddamn patelitos. And if I see corn in there, you just deserve the death sentence. I don't know. Dude, please, please, <laughs> please don't. Please. Don't do it. Don't do it. I dated a girl once. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, she got hit. Go ahead. She was a hybrid, okay? She was half Dominican and half Puerto Rican. But the motherfuckers put raisins in the patelito. And that was not... That's not what, like, what... What got you? Scared me. Mm-hmm. That's not what got me the most. That's not what fucked me. What fucked me was when she was like, I love it. When <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we need to go. Broke up. Never see the sense. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Dude. I mean, I'm kidding. That's not what we broke up. But I'm yeah, sure that that had a part to play. Anyways. Um, subconsciously, subconsciously was like, I was like, I can't deal with the motherfucking raisins. And you love them, motherfucker? No. Nah, I can't. That can't happen. But yeah, so that's one thing. Uh, <laughs> Yo, it's the worst when you bite into a patelito thinking that it's going to be good. Yeah. And there's raisins. And then you just leave your mouth like, open. Like, <laughs> like, and the patelito's just sitting right there. <laughs> From Del Ortiz, man, on, on Instagram, that guy, he, uh, shout out to him, but he 
made it the perfect portrayal as to how we react when viruses. Yeah. Or when there's like just air. Oh, it's like, just. It's just you bite into it, and it's supposed to be cheese, but it's just air. It's like it's basically a closed-up Johnny cake. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Uh, what's your favorite and least favorite Dominican food? That's a great question. It's fantastic. I just thought about it. You know, like, I'm super picky with my food. Mm -hmm. He is, actually. Um, Which I'm trying to, like, let go of that. No, tell him what your favorite food is. Tell him what your favorite food is. Well, the mom who cooks amazing. This man's favorite food is fucking pasta. Nah, it's not pizza, though. Pizza, pizza. I mean... Italian shit. Yeah, yeah. He wants to act like... He really wants to be gringo. (laughs) Pizza. But nah, I do love pizza. Shout out to my Italian, though. Don't put them to Oh, you're going to have people coming for you, bro. Seriously, uh, Dominican mothers, Italians, oh, man. All in a matter of minutes. All in a matter of minutes. He's like, how can you... But not, like, in general, though, my favorite food is pizza. I meant, like, the Dominican. My favorite Dominican food would have to be... Can I just say platano? I guess, but what, what kind of way? Explain to the people... What a platano! Why is a platano so significant to us, and how many ways can you eat it? I mean, for said. for one, for that reason, you can eat it in so many so different many ways. ways. I'm tired. We uh, got a different childhood. Yeah, which is why we know how to eat in so many different ways. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If you know what I mean. Um, aside oh, from that. My favorite Dominican type of platano. <laughs> from my like the about? way to make it. Yeah. Make it. Um, probably mango. Mango, yeah, for sure. Shit is delicious, yo. Mango is, uh, for those who don't know, it's kind of like a mashed up plantains. So it's kind of like mashed potatoes, but mashed plantains. Yeah. Think of that. With what? You put some butter in it? You put some butter in it. I do it with milk. Some people do it with um water. Mm-hmm. I I prefer with milk. It's more like milky, buttery. It's more like yeah, it's more smooth. It just melts in your mouth. And usually, I throw in a sweet plantain in there. Yeah, she makes it it up. Sweet, um, a platano maduro. That's what they call it. What you eat it with, bro? Dude, your salami, your your eggs, however you'd like. Greasy. The cheese, bro. Come on. Nice and crispy. You got the crispiness and the smoothness. And since I've been older, your taste buds have changed. Now I appreciate the cebollita. I was going to say that cebolla, the onions. Before I would be like, ugh, no. Now I'm like, there's onions on that bitch. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great Dominican food out there. Compare when you go to a Dominican restaurant and you ask, that shit just sounds fire. Sancocho. That's what you got? Sancocho, bro. Every time I'm lit, Bro, a sancocho with the avocado on the side, white rice, muchach. I'm very passionate about this topic, obviously. You vibe with that. Yeah, dude. But there's so many. I you. I'm, I asked you the question to beat you to it, so you don't ask me, because I cannot choose my favorite Dominican dish. Un moro con gondola con bistec, bro. Moro is like uh, is rice with the beans already in it. Dude, I hate beans. And that is sad. I hate it. Do you know why I started eating beans? Why? Because so my uncle forced? told me. For, my uncle told me that. <clears throat> for those of you who are underage, you should stop listening now or cover your ears for a second. 
first of all, you shouldn't even be listening to us. Cause yeah, actually, like, yeah. <laughs> turn around. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who let you do that. That's probably Dominican parents <laughs> who's too strict on you, and so you find <laughs> they're trying to find guidance, bro. Yeah. So my uncle told me that your penis gets bigger if you eat beans, beans? and I believed it like an idiot. So, so you started eating beans. I I dog beans. I started bro, eating beans. I hate beans because. I think I had a bad experience when I was younger. Like, I threw them up. Mm-hmm. And they just, like, make me nauseous now. It's fiber, dude. You gotta get the beans in. There's other ways to get fiber, bro. <laughs> it's definitely true. Shit. Uh, my, but my worst? Your worst favorite. My worst favorite? Or <laughs> <laughs> your least, I'm about to say your least favorite. My <laughs> least favorite um, would be... <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. Arenque. <laughs> Arenque fish. Yo, we could agree on that. We could, uh, Arenque is a type of fish. Don't know exactly which type. I think it's codfish. It is codfish, probably. We're going to stick with codfish. Is it is the worst thing ever. Like, yeah. no matter how you do it, yo, it's just terrible. If you if somebody's cooking Arenque in your crib, just... Your crib is going to smell like Arenka for the next three weeks. That, and also, whoever is cooking said Arenka hates the fuck out of you. They do. Yeah. And if you request Arenka, if you if you eat Arenka by choice, you're a serial killer. That's what that I'm shit is whack, man. Don't That's eat true. no Arenka. That's terrible for you. That's true. If you do eat Arenka, you're going to be smelling like Arenka for two to three years. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad bro. Damn. That's no good. Oh, man. So, what's your um least favorite? Yeah, least favorite again. Least favorite. Yeah. Wait, fuck. Did I say that? What's my worst? Like, I don't the food I don't like. My least favorite. Yes, I think bro. I can't. I can't understand. I can deal with like bacalao, but I ain't it, damn, bro. It's terrible for you. I mean, it's probably good for you. What am I talking about? Yeah, it's probably good for you, but it's you know what it is. The aftertaste is like really bitter. Mm. It's like. I don't know what it is, man. It tastes like irony almost, and I can't. The only way that I could that I could tolerate it is if you put it in a locrio. What a locrio is is the the fish or meat like cooked within the rice already. And I know you're probably thinking that like if you're not Dominican, you probably think that sounds stupid, but it's actually fantastic. Um, that's another one of my favorite meals. Locrio de longaniza, muchacho. But uh, yes, I think it's people be so creative with them. Yeah, it's too. amazing. It's people be creative with a, with a lot of yeah, for real. It's really it's an just, art, yo. Yeah, it's, it's cooking amazing. is an art. So those family gatherings. Yes, yes. Just to let's tidy, get back. Uh, the typical like they're just trying to find out what's going on with you, or they're judging you. If you bring your partner, and this is for ladies, the men, especially for the men. Who bring partners into their Dominican families because they judge women that men bring much more than men that women bring. An example, if I bring my girlfriend to a family gathering and she does not say hello to everyone in the room and she does not smile and she doesn't like, you know, act like a lady and act friendly and be loving, she is going to get torn apart. Torn apart. I yeah, I mean, there are some differences, but 
that could that could be said for men too. I mean, that's true. Yeah, they're not judging the man or the boyfriend or whatever as harsh much, yeah. as mm-hmm. the woman, mm-hmm. but they are judging them. Too. Yeah, for sure. But that's that's our culture, man. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the man has a chance. He can win. You yes, know? you're right. You have to like. <clears throat> there are certain things though. If you're a man going with your Dominican girlfriend to her Dominican family gathering and they are really Dominican, do not say no to a drink. You can't. All right? Try your best to dance. You're going to have to dance. And get into the conversation with the guys, man. Yeah. And just play along. Fake it till you make it. Yeah. Otherwise, firm handshakes. Yeah, firm handshakes for sure. (laughs) Um, With the women, do your best cologne. Yeah. Wear your best cologne, hug a mom, aunts, not her cousins too tight. Because <laughs> you will also be judged yeah, for that. You will also be judged for that too. Um, yeah, it's, it's rough, man. It's rough. So, so growing up Dominican. Growing up Dominican. We talk about siblings. Yeah. What, what were some of those experiences? Um, well, I was raised with five siblings. We are one. I am one of six, uh, three boys and three girls. I was the oldest boy, and had one older sister. So as you can imagine, that was kind of that was a lot. You, how many siblings do you have? I have two older brothers. So I'm the youngest. See, that's a that's an interesting. You're an interesting counterpart because I am the oldest, and I have no older brothers. So I'm mm-hmm. the oldest boy, no older brothers. And you're the youngest boy, no sisters. So yeah. that's an interesting uh, counterpart. I never got to experience an older brother, so I had to kind of guide myself. But at the same time, you never got to experience the guiding as well. For real. I mean, my brothers are eight and six years older than me. Right. So they're, you know, growing up, they were into different things than I was. Mm-hmm. We're in different stages in our life. So it was a bit hard, I would say, um, just trying to bond with them aside from just being brothers. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of it was just me trying to be like them for some sort. I always looked at my like thick, curly hair with shame because they had like straight um, softer hair, um, always trying to be more like them, things of that nature. So in my life, they played part of that like role model right. figure since my father was absent. I can see that. Yeah. So yeah, real quick, I know I didn't get too much in, in touch with my siblings, but you mentioned uh, your father was absent. How did that? How do you think that affected you? Um, how did that? influence you for the worse and for the better because i guess he left you just with your siblings yeah people who are figuring themselves out as well have no guidance so how was that i mean as far as like the quote-unquote man part left me with my siblings but my mother definitely stepped up she played a major part and i appreciate that once again shout out to her i shout out for it <laughs> Um, and who, who, who knows, right? Because let's say if he would have stuck around, right. things would have been worse. We don't know. Yeah. 
Um, I can I can uh, agree with something like that. I was very fortunate having two fathers, a father and a good stepfather. Um, but it still felt a little, you know, like on the empty yeah, side. It's you know? true. Like with no. Guidance. I mean, till this day. Yeah. To this day, I do think about that a lot because you you don't have that relation. Well, I don't have that relationship with my father to have conversations, right. and those types of conversations I feel are very like son father. Yeah. I don't know. Neither do I with either one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'm talking because I haven't. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't. I've been there, so it's it's kind of like damn, you're here, but it's like for what? Like it's a void. You know. Yeah, so that kind of that that's kind of a different kind of uh, like sucky feeling too. Yeah. It's like so then, because um, a, a father to a boy is is extremely important, just as a mother is, but for sure it's extremely important because you're kind of like so much is expected of you, but you have so little guidance, and a mother can only do so much. For sure. Right, a mother can do because both our mothers did a well, I don't want to say a fantastic job, but they did they did a great. You sure out. David, I, I try. Um, I really do try so hard. Uh, no, they, they did it the best they could, you know, and we took whatever we could from them and we took whatever we could from those around us, the men around us, not just the men, but the women too, their yeah. experiences with men. And um, I believe, honestly, one thing that I'm very grateful for is that I'm, I'm, I am this kind because I was raised by a kind woman versus a good point versus a, a oh, like how to be a man. No, now I, now um, my own version what it means to me to be a man is to have respect for all those around you and to be kind to all those around that's you. a I great believe, point i believe that's what it means for me to be a man mm-hmm. um able to know when you have to hold your ground but to always move forward with kindness and respect I what's think. amazing about our experiences is that we weren't influenced by toxic masculinity we weren't even though it was around us for sure we, because like, we almost we almost pushed back. Yeah, I mean, I feel like because the main influence in our life was our mothers. Exactly. Which I'm uh, look see shout out to this one is a is a genuine. <laughs> <laughs> How many shout outs? I'm just doing as many as I can so that they can forget the other stuff <laughs> that we're exposing them. They're like, oh, so tu me siete pasado algo en ese parque. Dude. Oh, that's so good. Uh, but yeah, no, man, I, I agree with you 100%. Um, <clears throat> that's why I believe that. Do you imagine the power that a, a kind father would have? Incredible. Yeah. Um, Incredible. And I've seen them, man. I've seen them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yo, thanks for bringing that up because, mm-hmm. like, I'm skeptical towards fathers. Same. Like, I don't know, like, and I'm trying to change that about myself because, you know, I don't really know this person. I don't really know this father like that. But when I do see them, I'm like, hmm, I, I squint my eyes because of my experiences with my father. I mean, it's not like being like prejudiced, yeah, like you're, automatically. Yeah, you. I'm not thinking that they're terrible. I think it's just what you know. Yeah. So you stick with what you know as the older. Um, but at the same time, I'm trying to change that because fathers could be amazing. They could. And I've seen them. And they're rare, but they could. Just like mothers can be terrible. For sure. Also rare because it's like, I don't know, that maternal instinct. That's true. Um, Ultimately, though. Yeah. Like, when I do become a father. Right. Um, 
That's going to be my number one priority. Gentlemen, you better get your shit together, too, because I don't want to see any... Like We got to represent, man. We got to represent. Leave your shit. Leave your trauma. Listen to this podcast if you need to. Hit us up. DM us, man. Follow, like, comment. We'll, we'll always interact with you. and We can help each other out, all right? Let's yeah. make men look good. For real. Let's come out of that uh, toxic, infamous um, title we hold. You know, like, uh, let's just do better. We can help lift each other up, you know? Yeah. When we do it, that looks amazing. I love seeing that. Um, so speaking of helping each other and lifting each other up, uh, let's talk a little bit about breaking the cycle, breaking toxic cycles. Um, you know, uh, I think that you and I are both products of where we come from and how we were raised, but we're interesting because we don't necessarily, we're we're not easily influenced. Uh, our first episode where we explained who we are. Um, can be directly linked to this episode because we grew up Dominican. It's a lot of who we are. Um, And I express that you and I are not easily influenced. So I believe that we can break that cycle. You know, we're not necessarily macho. We don't think think less of women. Women are not ours. They are not there to serve us. They are our partners. They are there to work with us. Um, When you raise children, it isn't just what you say. It is between you and your partner, um, your woman or or your man, you know? Sure. Um, and what do you think about that? What do you think about breaking the cycle, but keeping the healthy traditions of our culture? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, to go back on being a father, me personally, like, I look forward to that. Right, me too. Um, I look forward to having those times with, mm-hmm. with my child. I think that that's something that to look forward to. Right. Like that makes me happy. I do um, too. Man. To as far as like I that's like one step of breaking the cycle because there are a lot of people or a lot of men who don't look forward to that, right. which is sad, and they leave it all up to um, their partners um, when they should be responsible as well. Yeah. And I think they are also a product like us of their culture where they grew up, except they were influenced by different things. Mm-hmm. Luckily, we, um, you know, had the mothers we had and the guidance we had, but we're also flawed. Yeah, and I do feel like about breaking the cycle, it's all about learning different things, um, mm-hmm. opening your eyes to other ways of living. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like since my parents um, migrated here from DR, it has opened our family up to a vast um, reality of, of different people. Right. And that is helping break the cycle. Absolutely. From yeah. a little campo. Look at the high school from, we went to. Yes. You know, um, it was a melting pot. Yes. A fantastic place. Um, I think that was a big help. Too, you know, we're used to seeing all different types of people. We don't judge. Also, I guess the environment really helped too, because we were in a very good environment, which taught you not to judge, but taught you to like the people for who they were as best as you can. You know, teenagers are still teenagers. And what's great about that is about normalizing it more than anything, right? Because you could see somebody that looks different than you, or you could see a family that's just completely different than you. Um, but normalizing it within your own mind. 
is that step that people um, need to take when it comes to breaking the cycle. Absolutely. So one thing I did want want to talk about before I ask you for a favor, let's end it with one of the most known traits of Dominican mothers usually is how dramatic it can be. And I know I'm coming back to the Dominican mothers, but since I love mine, I have to express one of the funniest things that she does. It's that dramatic, oh man, my mom, and I'm bringing this up because, um, you know, we're closing up and I just found it, it was something funny I had to mention. My mom can be so dramatic sometimes. The other day, I remember she asked me for a soda to uh, buy her soda, take it over to her. It was out of my way. I was already getting home. She goes, Cuando yo me muera, tú a traerme la soda. When I die, you're going to want to bring me the soda. For normal people, they take it intensely, but I know my mother. So I know she's just being dramatic and stuff. And I always laugh. It's hilarious because everything resorts to that. You don't do the slightest task for her or when I die you're gonna want to do it and I laugh I'm like you know that's not something nice to say obviously but it's it's it is a bit funny because she's taking it somewhere where it doesn't need to go um do you have any experiences with your mom like that not that I could think of right now but it's really about that personality that we fall in love with like that that's what makes them them Mm -hmm. and even though it may not be the most positive thing or like was for sure that's amazing man yeah um and they are fantastic so you want to read a bit more of uh that piece for us yeah to just close up i want to read another section of that short story that i wrote which really like encaps encapsulate um everything that we discussed about feeling Um, those emotions that were neither from the United States or from the Dominican Republic since we were born here and our parents were born over there. So this is how it starts. This week in Dominican Republic has exposed me to an unfamiliar world. It's weird because I thought this was going to be a homecoming experience. In New York, I only felt comfortable with my people. Quickly taking the train uptown after classes, away from the subtle looks showing I don't belong, would calm the anxiety that crawled up my back. Once I smelled the patelito cooking and the boiling oil of a street cart in Washington Heights, I relaxed. Coming to Dominican Republic for the first time, I believed it was going to be as if Washington Heights was not just a neighborhood, but rather the whole country. The smell of crispy patelitos everywhere Instead, I stuck out here as much as I do around the white people of Midtown, New York. If I had to say how it feels to be a stranger in my own land, I would say it's like hugging a ghost. You open your arms for the warmest embrace, but as you pass through the figure, coldness seeps into your bones, leaving you aching and craving inclusion. Thank you for listening. Just remember to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. My Instagram is the underscore kid angel. My Instagram and Twitter is sopa underscore worldwide. And you can follow us on our podcast Instagram at Indigo Voices Podcast. 
like our stuff, comment, interact with us, guys. Thank you very much for listening. If you don't give us a five out of five rating, we will find you how many times. No more